Alas, it's Friday, long weekend. Although I don't really know, technically you can call this a long weekend. It's, um, I guess, formally a holiday weekend because it is in fact the 4th of July on Sunday. And I don't know if a lot of people are taking Monday off. Um, but if so, then that's great. Some people I know are taking Friday and Monday off, which is a four-day weekend, which is fabulous, darling. I myself, um, well, I'm not taking Friday off because I am recording. Well, I'm recording a Thursday for Friday, so technically I am taking a four-day weekend for myself. But I think I'm actually going to do an episode Monday because I honestly cannot go four whole days without talking to you guys. Given the fact that I'm going to be traveling for an entire month in August, and I literally think uh, I'm going to take that time to really, like, not record because I have to, like, did, like, un- I have to, like, unplug myself because literally... When I go on my walks, my daily walks, it is like I allot a two and a half hour period where I literally do not look at my phone. I listen to music and I or I listen to a book on tape. But as of late, because of Britney and everything going on with, um, you know, all the craziness of the world, Bill Cosby, I'm glued to my phone. So I'm in nature and I'm not even enjoying the sanctity of sanctity. Is that a word? The sanctuary sanctity of nature? I don't even know. Because I'm glued to my phone and looking at my screen. So it's just like such a waste. But I need time to unplug. And everybody needs a holiday. So I'm giving myself a holiday. So <laughs> pat on the back for me. Um, but aside from that, happy Friday. I hope you all have had a really good, productive, busy week. And are enjoying the fruits of your labor. Which is literally what life is about. Um, I have four stories for you guys today. There's a bunch of stuff going on, but I don't really want to talk about a lot of stuff because quite honestly, I just want to get into our week, my weekend, and I'm sure you guys want to get into your weekends too. But before I get into uh, our stories of the day, um, uh, I was glued to my phone last night because I believe yesterday, Wednesday, no, today's Friday, so Wednesday, uh, Wednesday evening was the uh, premiere, uh, the official premiere, not like streaming premiere, but the premiere Hope the Gossip Girl um, continuation, reboot, whatever you want to call it on HBO Max. It was in New York City. There was like a pink carpet. It was so fabulous. The cast looked amazing. These uh, young kids are really uh, something else. They look incredible. They're really diverse, really ethnic, really fabulous, all beautiful. Um, perfect looking people for this upcoming iteration of Gossip Girl. I, of course, was scouring the internet to see if any of the original cast went. But no Blake, no Layton, no Ed, no Chase, no Penn, no Taylor Momsen, no... Um, Michelle Trachtenberg, no, uh, Kelly Rutherford, Matthew Settle, uh, Kaylee Defer, who played Ivy Dickens, no, Tika Sumter, who played, um, Raina Thorpe, one of my personal favorite, uh, characters throughout the entirety of Gossip Girl, the original version. Um, so, which is really interesting, so they really are, it's really a brand new group of kids that are, you know, on the up, taking over the Upper East Side, but I'm really excited, and I'm obviously gonna do a deep dive into the premiere on the 8th of July. So be prepared for that because I'm really excited. As should you be. Uh, but aside from that, let's just get into our stories of the day. I don't even think I said hello to you guys. Uh, well, I did. I said, hi, how are you? But I'm Andrew DeVito, the Menstruous Pop Culture. Blah, 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 blah. This is my podcast. Me, me. All right, let's, um, let's just start because our first story of the day is literally actually really sad news. I mean, not sad in terms of like loss of life or anything devastating like that, but it's sad because somebody who I love is leaving a TV show that they're on. And that is Meghan McCain announces departure from The View. This is from ABC News. Meghan McCain, obviously the conservative voice on The View. Um, no, I don't necessarily see eye to eye with her politically, but I really like her. I like what she has to say. I think she's so smart. I think she's really funny. I think she's super personable. She's somebody who I like, really would want to be friends with in my real life. Um, and and uh, although we are on different sides politically, we're... Uh, on this political spectrum, different sides, but I really like her, and I like I really thought she brought a lot to the show. But sometimes, you know, eventually all good things have to come to an end. But anyways, um, 
After four seasons on The View, Megan McCain announced Thursday that she's leaving at the end of this season. Quote, I'm just going to rip the band-aid off. I'm here to tell all of you, my wonderful co-hosts and the viewers at home, that this is going to be my last season here at The View. I will be here through the end of July to finish out the season with all of you, which I am grateful for, McCain said at the top of the show. This was not an easy decision. It took a lot of thought and counsel and prayer and talking to my family and close friends at the height of the COVID-19 pandemic on March 22nd, 2020. McCain shared news that she was pregnant with her first child, Liberty Sage McCain Dominic, on the show. Quote, COVID has changed the world for all of us, and it changed the way, at least for me, the way I am looking at life, the way I'm living my life, the way I want to look at my life, she said on Thursday, continuing, quote, when I said goodbye to all of you in studio over a year and a half ago, I just found that I was pregnant. I left New York City very quickly because my OBGYN wanted me to leave because he wasn't sure about how COVID could possibly impact pregnant women. McCain then moved to Washington, D.C., to the Washington, D.C. area to be with her husband, Ben Dominic. I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing his last name, by the way. Um, uh, continuing, quote, We have this incredible life here. We're surrounded by my family, his family, by friends, that, by this incredible support, she said. As any mom knows, when I think about where I want Liberty to have her first steps and her first words, I just have this really wonderful life here that I ultimately felt like I didn't want to leave. On a professional, on, excuse me, on a professional note, this show is one of the hands-down greatest, most exhilarating, wonderful privileges of my entire life, and I have had so many amazing experiences in my life, and this is definitely one of the top, McCain said. It is a privilege to work alongside such strong, brilliant, intelligent, incredible broadcasters like the four of you. You are the most talented women on all of television, hands down, and it has been so incredible to be able to do this with you. McCain, 36, joined as co-host of the Emmy award-winning daytime talk show, obviously The View, in October 2017. Quote, before I came onto the show, I didn't want to join the show as I think I've talked about it in the past, it was my dad who encouraged me to do it. She said on Thursday, adding that her father, Senator John McCain, told her that she, quote, could never give up an opportunity to work with such an iconic show and to work with Whoopi Goldberg. He was right, McCain said. It was one of the last things he told me before he died. It's not easy to leave, but I feel like this is just the right decision for me at this moment. McCain continued. I just want to thank all of you, Whoopi, Joy, Sunny, Sarah. She also thanked former co-host Abby Huntsman, who departed from the show in January 2020 to help her father, John Huntsman Jr., during his... Uh, gubernatorial, I don't know what that means, campaign in Utah. Um, and The View's executive producer, Brian Teta, was also on McCain's list of thank yous, calling him an incredible leader and the heart and soul and Morpheus of the show. I could not have had any success on here without you. Your leadership is paramount. We are grateful to have you, McCain said. McCain also thanked ABC News president Kim Godwin for being so respectful and understanding of her situation. Good luck. To all of you and to the show, McCain said in her statement, I'm just eternally grateful to have had this opportunity here. So seriously, thank you from the absolute bottom of my heart. I will still be here for another month. So if you guys want to fight a little bit more, we have four more weeks. She joked. My final note to the world watching the show will continue. This show will probably be on when we are long gone, McCain said. The media needs to do a better job of covering the women on the show in general. Um, we are covered with deep misogyny and sexism by the media. She continued, if five men were doing what we were doing every day, I really do believe that we would have a Pulitzer Prize at this point, and it's just reduced to really uh, reductive coverage, and I implore the media to do better as they cover the rest of you going forward. Um, it was an interesting... It was, I mean, I, this is the first thing I saw actually this morning when I woke up, because obviously this is on the East Coast and I'm on the West Coast. I understand why she's leaving. Totally makes sense. She doesn't need to justify it. She wants to raise her daughter in D.C. Obviously, I think her mom, Cindy McCain, must live. I think her mom, Cindy McCain, lives in Arizona, actually, because that's obviously where Megan is from, but I don't know if her mom's in D.C. now. But I totally understand why Megan's leaving. The world really has changed a lot. of People have left L.A. A lot of people have gone to either Arizona or Texas um, for you know political reasons, financial reasons, or whatnot. 
And it's really sad because I actually thought Megan McCain brought a lot. And I know she was very controversial and I know the media did cover her in a very negative way. And a lot of my friends who are uh, uh, liberal, as I am, or Democratic, really didn't see her in the best of ways. But I am somebody who I invite, you know, uh, contrasting opinions and whatnot and political views, except for some people who are like really obnoxious and short-sighted. And I'm not even going to go into that right now. But there are people from my past life, meaning people who I grew up with that really just don't see the world or are politically not woke. They're just like idiots. Um, and that is kind of harsh, but I'm sorry, I'm a harsh person. But Meghan McCain, someone who's not an idiot, is Meghan McCain. Meghan McCain was so good at her job, is so good at her job, and I'm going to be very curious to know what she does next. I'm sure she's going to have a really, really good career, a rich career. Um, she's smart, she's talented, and she's just really good at her job. So it's a it's a real bummer that she won't be... Because, to be honest, there are two reasons why I watch The View. Whoopi and Meghan. I really hope they bring in another conservative voice. I hope because... And I obviously, I, I'm one of those people who is a lifelong liberal democrat and i always will be but i do have to say it's good to have contrasting opinions i do was i did think about this though i do uh think it would be interesting if they brought elizabeth hasselback back elizabeth hasselback back elizabeth hasselback back that's funny um yeah because she obviously she has a long-standing relationship with the show with joy and whoopi um, and I think it would be interesting. I really do. And I uh, think it's her time. And I was a huge fan of Elizabeth Hasselback, truly. I think she's a fabulous moderator. No, wait, not moderator. That's Whoopi's job. Panel co-host. Um, she would be great. So, but that's just me. I'm putting that in the world. Putting that in the ether. In the universe to see if that comes to fruition. Because that would be awesome. So, yeah. But congratulations. Happy trails, Megan McCain. You will be missed. Um, and now, second story of the day. I've never talked about this person on this podcast before, but I'm literally obsessed with her, and that is Amber Heard, because I'm obsessed with Aquaman, and I love Mira. She was one of my favorites. But Amber Heard shares she welcomed a baby girl via surrogate. Find out her unique name. This is such exciting news. I love Amber Heard, and the only time I've ever really read about her is uh, with all the drama going down with her ex, Johnny Depp. You know, long, long, long-standing drama. Although maybe I did talk about her once, because I did talk about... I remember talking about Johnny Depp leaving the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them franchise as Grindelwald and being replaced by this other really great actor who was in the Rogue One film. Um, I forget what his name is, but he's a fabulous actor. So I think I might have brought her up there. But this is actually a... uh, This is fabulous news. Amber Hood is... Excuse me. Amber Heard has some big news to share. On Thursday, July 1st, the Aquaman actress announced the arrival of her child, a daughter named O-O-N-A-G-H Page Heard on Instagram... Unag, un, Unag Page Heard. I have no idea how to pronounce that amazing name, but it is fabulous. Uh, she shared a photo of herself cradling the newborn, writing, quote, I'm so excited to share this news with you. Four years ago, I decided I wanted to have a child. I wanted to do it on my own terms. I'm just going to click the sub link really quick to see um, how many, like, the traction that this photo got. 274,000 likes. Let's see who commented. Did Jason Momoa? Nope. Um, oh my gosh, I'm surprised it didn't get more, like... Traction. It's a great photo. Interessant, interessant. Okay. Um I I decided I want to have a child I want to do to my own terms. I now appreciate how radical it is for us as women to think about one of the most fundamental parts of our destinies in this way. I hope we arrive at a point at which it is normalized to not want a ring in order to have a crib. I like that, Amber shared. A part of me wants to uphold that my private life is no uh, is none of anyone's business. However, she shared, I also get that the nature of my job compels me to take control of this. With that, the actress shared she welcomed her un, un, O-O-N-A-G-H on April 8th, 2021, saying the little one is the beginning of the rest of my life. Amber Hood is so beautiful, by the way. It seems Unuga, Un is named after 
Unag, Unag. All I think about when I re- want to say pronounce this name, which I'm completely mispronouncing, is Unagi from Friends, but that's just me. Um, the baby is named after Amber Heard's late mother, Paige Heard, who died May of last year. At the time, the actress wrote on Instagram, quote, I'm heartbroken and devastated beyond belief at the loss of my mom, Paige Heard. She left us too early, um, clasping onto the memory of her beautiful, gentle soul. She will be missed from the very depths of our hearts forever. Um... The Pineapple Express star kept the pregnancy a secret for quite some time, even as she posted glimpses of her life on social media. Most recently, she shared a photo of herself on a walk in London. Yeah, this is fabulous news. Um, Again, I'm a huge fan of Amber Heard because I love Aquaman, and I know she's done other work, but that's the most notable work that I've seen her in. Oh, she was also in Justice League because she was Mira in that film as well. But really exciting news, and um, I feel like she's going to be a fabulous mom. And uh, how exciting! Um... I love a I love a surprise baby announcement, and uh, Amber Heard is literally. I'm so excited for Aquaman too, and I really really hope she's in that because Mira is like goals. Okay, third story of the day. This was really really. This was like a. This was something else. But when I read the headline, I was like, I have to talk about this because I'm just like, what the what the hell? Um, uh, The Weeknd and Angelina Jolie turn heads with rumored date. I'm gonna say that again. The Weeknd, who we all know dated Selena and Bella Hadid. A, had a rumored date with Angelina Jolie living for this. If it isn't back true, this is from E! News. Well, this is a couple people certainly didn't feel coming. Angelina Jolie and The Weeknd, uh, also known as Abel, his name is Abel, were spotted out and about together at an Italian restaurant, Giorgio Baldi, in Santa Monica, California, per The Sun. Quote, the pair reportedly spent hours at the restaurant before leaving separately to avoid raising suspicion, the son stated. The duo might have bonded over their shared love of Ethiopia. The Canadian-born singer's parents are from Ethiopia, Ethiopia, excuse me, while Angelina adopted her 16-year-old daughter, Zahara Marley, from the East African country. Plus, The Weeknd recently shared that he will be donating $1 million to Ethiopia while the country faces tension in its Tigray region, per the New York Times. The Blinding Lights artist shared his thoughts about... Okay, um, there's, there's many, many details here about, um, this, uh, date, about, uh, his contributions to Ethiopia, which is fabulous. So it's in the news article. Um, on the rumored date, the hacker's actress, 46, kept it simple in a beige trench coat, black top, and new pink heels. She wore her hair straightened down and finished the look with a clutch and face mask. Of course, Angie being safe. The weekend opted for a dark denim outfit from head to toe. Underneath his jacket, he wore a black tee and necklace and rocked black boots. Um, you know what? I don't know if this is a date or what. Um, where the hell are the pictures? I think the pictures might. I, I saw the picture somewhere. It must have been on T. Must have been on. Oh, it was. It was on the E Instagram. I'm living for this. If in fact this was a date, this is something else. This is a fabulous couple. I really like the weekend. His music is not only stellar, but he seems like a really stand up guy. Angelina obviously is a literal goddess. She is like the r- real modern day Wonder Woman. Like that's like Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman in the film franchise. I feel like Angelina Jolie is a Wonder Woman in real life. And I would love the fact that this was true. Um, she's a gorgeous gal. He's a really gorgeous man. Very talented, both of them in their respected fields. And um, I think this is fabulous. Now, I have heard of this restaurant, Giorgio Baldi in Santa Monica. I've never been, but I'm going to have to go there because I feel like it's a celebrity. Han and I myself um, love celebrities. So I'm going to have to just go there naturally because, well, that's that, that's just what I do. And of course, for research purposes, because anything or anyone that I see, I'm going to have to report about it on my podcast. By the way, the one time I went to, like, for example, the one time I went to Nobu, the Nobu, the Malibu location, not the Nobu by where I live, I saw Leonardo DiCaprio there, which was really cool. And I was like, oh my God, he was um, just wearing a backwards hat. He was a little chubby, but that's okay, because you know what? Who cares? Um, not chubby in a bad way, but you know, he had like a, a dad bod. 
Um, and I was like, oh my god, that's Leonardo DiCaprio. I was on a birthday, it was a birthday celebration, and I was like, woo! Fabulous. Um, okay, that's, I just looked at my window and saw a dog, a dog walk onto the street, and that kind of concerned me a little bit, but then I saw that her, the dog's walker was right next to it, so, whew, scared me. So crazy, like, when I walk my dog, I never walk my dog without being on a leash, ever! Because there's coyotes, dogs can run into the streets. I would never do that, but that's just me. Okay, now we bring ourselves to our fourth and final story of the day. A little competition between Mega, the Mega Mega Rich. That is Richard Branson. My uh, Richard Branson is booking his spaceship, Virgin Galacta, nine days ahead of Jeff Bezos. Just a flex. But you know what? I'm living for it because I love a little bit of competition between the um, the wealthy and elite of this country. Now, obviously, as I, I did talk about the story a couple of um, weeks ago with Jeff Bezos talking about how he's going with his brother into space. And then I guess he had like a sort of um, not a what do you call it? Not a uh, 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 what is the thing called where you can like pay to go with him? A rally? No, a a, a a raffle! A raffle. Um, but okay, let's read this in what they say. This is from TMZ, you guys. Richard Branson is closing in on winning the billionaire space race with Jeff Bezos because Virgin Galactic now has a flight planned for next weekend. The British billionaire will be on board. Uh, sorry if you hear an ambulance in the background, but I live in LA, so quite honestly, I live in a city. Richard's company announced plans Thursday to launch the rocket fueled flight July 11th, just nine days before Bezos plans to travel to suborbital space July 20th with his Blue Origin mission. Virgin Galactic says Branson will be joined by two pilots and three other astronauts on the space flight with Branson, with Branson, excuse me, with Richard Branson, excuse me, testing the private astronaut experience, a fancy phrase for the views of space, the cabin seating, and zero gravity. Fun fact about zero gravity, I mean, I myself will never go to space because, well, I don't have millions of dollars to literally, like, put myself in one of those planes, but I also don't want to risk it because I don't, like, I'm not the type of person who likes to push the limit. I'm except talking about, like, gossip and fodder. Um, but I have been on a, a friend of mine, one of my lifelong friends, um, an ex of hers was a pilot and we flew with him once and he did this no gravity thing on the plane where he turns off the engine, you're in the air and you literally float. It's literally the most fun thing ever, but in retrospect now it's kind of scary because if, like, the engine, or, like, didn't turn back on, we, like, went, we'd go, like, plummeting and crashing down to our, like, deaths, which would just be, like, really scary. <laughs> um, but Virgin Galactic says, okay, um, Richard's company says the space flight on Virgin Galactic's VSS Unity Spaceship 2 rocket plane will stream live on social media and the mission's been dubbed Unity 22. Oh, I will be watching that. Um, if all goes according to plan, Virgin Galactic and Richard will beat Blue Origin and Bezos by a healthy margin. Remember when Jeff announced his launch back on June 7th, Branson hadn't even publicly mentioned a date for his trip. That changed within a matter of days. Whoever says it's not a competition, flat out lied. Totally a competition. Richard Branson obviously wants to flex and be the first one out there. And I totally get that and totally respect that. And I love Richard, Richard Branson because I love I loved Virgin America, but then it became, but then they merged with Alaska Airlines. So I no longer fly that airline. I'm just, a, I'm a Delta girly uh, and a, a JetBlue girly. Uh, but awesome. This is so cool. I'm so excited to watch this live stream. I'm, uh, I'm like so curious about like, I, I like watching other people test the limits from the comfort of my own home because quite honestly, it really is scary. But I, I totally understand that. Like, I'm sure when you're that well off, you're the way you think is so different because you're so you're all about you want more. You want to try more. You want to beat everyone. You're you have this drive and ambition that most people like myself don't really have. Like, because uh, I, I just want to stay on my watch checks in the city. I don't want to go to space. Like, unless you can get to space, like, the way that they did in WALL-E, where they're all on that, like, big spaceship, and then, like, the thing goes up and down because, like, Earth can't live on Earth anymore. I love WALL-E. It's one of my favorite movies ever. It's so good. It has such a good meaning, and it's, like, amazing. But I, I don't want to live the way that those people, like, sit in those chairs and they, like, just are on those screens all day. That's not what I want. I want to be able to, like, live in space. and Like, like Xenon! Okay, that's a, better, that's a better way. The way that they lived on the space day in Xenon... 
fabulous. Although I think the space day I would want to stay on, I wanted to have like a pool and stuff and like rock climbing and dances, but the, they just had like those, that circular space day, which was like crazy. Then the aliens came in the second one and Xenon worked in the alien lab. Zoom, zoom, zoom. I just love Xenon and I loved Aunt Judy and Commander Plank. That was such an iconic movie. Xenon, the girl of the 21st century and then Xenon, the sequel. I didn't see the third one, but I know Rave is in the third one. And Raven Simone was in the first one, but then the second one, she was replaced by Shadia Simmons because Nebula got sent back to Earth. I can, I, I could talk about these movies all day because I literally am a Disney Channel girlie. So you know what? Before I go to bed today, I'm going to watch Xenon Girl of the 21st Century, and then I'm going to watch an episode of Sex and the City because I'm rewatching season one of Sex and the City, and it's literally so iconic and so great, and I'm just living for it. Now, I just really went off on a tangent there, but that's okay, but that's what I do because this is our final episode of the week, everybody. So everybody, I just want to tell you, thank you so much once again for tuning in. I'm Andrew DeVitri, the mistress of pop culture. I hope you all have a fabulous, safe, fun uh, wonderful 4th of July, whatever you guys are doing. Um, and I'll be back with you guys either Monday. And if I don't, uh, if there's nothing really to talk about on Monday. And if I like, end up taking a long weekend or doing whatever, then I'll be back with you guys on Tuesday because that's what I do because I'm a gossip girly. Um, be well, be kind, and have a fabulous weekend. Peace.